If dog people made dog food, it wouldn't be sold in a 50-pound bag in the hardware aisle by the shoe polish. It would actually be food. It would be made with real, fresh meat and veggies gently cooked to preserve their nutritional value. You know, like food. The Farmer's Dog was created by dog people who cook and deliver fresh, healthy food. Try the Farmer's Dog and get fresh, pre-portioned meals tailored to your dog's needs. Tell us about your dog, build your plan, and get 50% off at thefarmersdog.com slash listen. That's thefarmersdog.com slash listen. Otiskew is a founding member of the Odd Pods Media Network. Hi, I'm Sam. I'm Richie. And I'm Little Matt. And here at the 500 Section Lounge, we have a few requirements. First, you've got to be able to talk about anything at all. Secondly, you need to be able to laugh, play games, and talk to some very interesting people. From sports radio personalities to reality television contest finalists and everything in between, we talk to them all. Yeah, it's all right here in the lounge. So be on the lookout for what we do next. And always be there to grab a listen. listen. the Potaskew Podcast. I am CJ, and with me, as always, is my hetero life mate, Rico. What's up, man? Happy Valentine's Day, you motherfucker. Uh, you beat me to it. You beat me to it. Um, yeah. yeah, man. Happy Valentine's Day. Who else should I be spending Valentine's Day with except my hetero life mate? <laughs> I mean, if you say it loud enough, I'm sure someone in your apartment will answer. <laughs> Oh man, uh, how's your uh, how's it been going? Uh, you know, so so. Every day is a fucking, you know, new adventure. adventure. Yeah, um, I I I I might be a little tired. I I was up pretty late just trying to get to sleep. I couldn't. I was tossing and turning all fucking night. So <clears throat> I'm like over caffeinated, and you know, I have I've had like four cups of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all right. I get um, it. I was I was up late. With the radio show too, I did a, we did a three hour up three hour show last night. So how was it? Oh, it was a blast. It was really a lot of fun. Yeah, but yeah, I I missed it. I I was uh I Steph and I, you know, not to be a doubter, but like yesterday was not a good day for Steph, like because of fucking the uh the trial and everything. The fucking oh the results. Yeah, she she uh. I mean, we we both took it pretty hard, but she she was. Well, just... I mean, with respect to both of you, though, you couldn't have been stunned. I would have been more stunned if it went the other way. Honestly, I I think it was more of like like I wasn't surprised, but I was. It was just a big disappointment. Like, you, you know see, what I'm I saying? can't I can't even say that because it's exactly what I expected to happen. I'm not saying I'm was, okay with it, but it's exactly what I expected. So it was just confusing because like. You know, because McConnell fucking made this whole big speech like, oh, yeah, she totally like this is totally all his fault, but he's not guilty. Like, what, what, the, what, the, what, the, what the fuck? <laughs> they they worked uh, off a loophole. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah so. Um, so Steph and I went out and we uh, we went to I told I told you, I don't know if I've said this on the air, but like I was trying to get a fucking 
uh, the Lego Skywalker Saga game, and I pre-ordered it, like, what, a year ago or something? Something like that, yeah. Something like seven months ago or some shit. And, you know, this is what really sucks, is I'm going through all this agita for a fucking game that I'm not going to be able to play for maybe three more months. Like, it's not going to be out, maybe, if I'm lucky. Last time I saw it was end of May. The last time I looked, yeah, so. So, we went to game, but in order for it, in order for me to change, because I I paid the whole thing in uh, in full out in Pinole. There's a there's a GameStop like a mile away from yeah. From because you were living from, out there at the time, so exactly. So I uh, it was going to be mailed to uh, that address, and I was like, I really don't want to fucking have to schlep all the way over there, and. So I went in to a GameStop out here, talked to them and said, hey, can I just change the address? And also I want to double check the fact that I got the deluxe edition for this game with all the uh, downloadable content and all that shit. And they said, oh, actually, no, you only got the basic one. I'm like, that doesn't make sense because I wouldn't have just gone for the basic one. That does okay, whatever. They fucked well, up. I do, I do a, a lot of the time because sometimes the extras aren't worth it, but that's a different discussion. Well, so. in this particular case, I was like, I don't want to spend an extra, like, $20 on downloadable shit when I can just p- spend $10 on it now. Yeah, it depends. It just depends. Like I said, it depends on what the extras are. Like, sometimes it's downloadable shit that's worth the extra money, but, like, there was one time I think you got uh, one game I was, you got, like, a, a like a poster and, like, a sticker, you know, and you know, whatever it was, it wasn't yeah. worth the, you know what I mean? So, right. Anyway. In, in, this, in this context, it is a bunch of downloadable content for the in-game, and also you get, like, a uh, a minifig, like an actual Lego. Yeah, see that set. that to me would be worth it. I'm with you. I got you. So I went to the location out here, and they said, "Oh, actually, like you have to go to the other location that you ordered this from in Pinole in order to change everything." And I'm like, "That doesn't make any bit of sense to me." Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I no, that's well, I mean, I you know, I'm more of a gamer than a, you. I guess so. they get a commission. It's it's not even a commission. It's it's just a metric. Their numbers, it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, I had we we went out. We used uh, yesterday as a good excuse to go out to Pinole, and and it wasn't like we were even gonna like check on Maxwell or anything. It was just like let's get the fuck out of here. If we happen to see him, then that's fine. But like, it's more of like we gotta schlep thirty minutes just to fucking do this and fight traffic. So, we went there in Pinole, and it was like I had to cancel the order that was going to be shipped out change my address and i wanted to reorder it but they said oh well if you reorder it here you're gonna have to come pick it up here Mm -hmm. i'm like i don't want to do that that's why i'm here so i don't have to do this again right Um, so you actually have to go to the one near you and make the purchase right so they canceled the order and refunded my money on a gift card so i'm in the store trying to reorder it online you okay know, and use the gift card uh and then have it mailed to me when it's available but for some reason i you can't use two separate forms of payment so you can't put in the the uh the uh gift card and it won't cancel it won't take away the thing and then if i added another credit card it doesn't just say okay now you only owe us ten dollars it doesn't take away the 65 dollars it just so I'm looking at it and I'm like going up to the, the clerk and I'm like, look, just tell me that this is not going to charge me an additional seventy five dollars 
as I'm trying to put in $65 and a credit card. And they're just like, no, it's going to charge you. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. So what I ended up fucking doing after all this bullshit was we went over to Maxwell's and we hung out with him for an hour. And then we're like, okay, we got to go because the other GameStop is going to close in like 45 minutes. So we hightailed back to Emeryville and like literally with like 10 minutes to spare. So it was like six fifty. We're like, motherfucker, we got to get there and go in, explain the whole situation. I'm like, look, I want to buy this game. I will pick it up here because this is 10 minutes away as opposed to, you know, 35 minutes away. Right. Um, and I first used the gift card. So everything is fine. But like, I went through all this and I'm like, and then I got back in the car. I'm like, I went through all this bullshit and I don't even get to play it tonight. I have to now wait for it and then pick it up and then take it home and all that shit for a fuck just to see a Lego fucking, you know, another game that I've been, you know, excited for for over a year. It's I mean, listen, you know, I'm not as big into the Lego games as you are. And I'm not saying I don't like them because I own a couple myself, but it's I'm just not into them like you are. This one looks pretty good. Like, I'm not at the point where I'm going to pre-order it like you are or whatever, and I'll probably wait till I can get it on discount, but it is one I'll probably eventually pick up, you know. I'm excited because it's going to cover all the nine films, plus the downloadable shit is the extra films, plus the show Mandalorian. Oh, nice. I didn't realize Mando was part of that. Nice. And it's like, it's not open world, but it it is open world. It's open planets. So, like, you can go to multiple planets, allegedly, (laughs) and while you're on a planet, you can just fly off anywhere you want, get in a ship, and just go out into space, and then fucking fast travel or or fucking light speed somewhere. Yeah, neat. But randomly, depending on the context of where you are, there could all of a sudden just be a space battle that happens in front of you. So all of a sudden, like, the rebels and the empires are just fighting, or the fucking First Order and the Resistance are just fighting in space, and you get to decide how you want, like, if you're playing a villain, you could be like, well, I'm going to fuck up these rebels or whatever. Yeah. So, like, how, it's it's fully however you want to do it. That's really, and, that's, and that you know what, Rico, that from, again, I'm not as versed in the Lego games as you are, but that, from what I know of them, that's pretty fucking different than any oh, yeah. of the other ones. So, as such, that might be why it's taking so damn long to, yeah. to put but it together. Plus, they're, you they're know. fitting, I mean, every... Every Lego game that's based on a on a, a franchise or, or a licensed uh, property, they go above and beyond by including all the characters. Like, you get to play like in in the original fucking Star Wars complete saga game, or like the the first game that came out on PlayStation Two. Uh, you could play as a fucking Kaminoian or Kaminoian, you know, the one of those long neck yeah, the fucking Kamino, alien yeah, Kamino, and I I would say Kaminoian. Uh, yeah, you had it right. Yeah. I can't so, say it, I mean, but like, I think you had it right. <laughs> and and they're very intricate in, like, the names and shit. So, like, you get to play as fucking Lama Sue. Who the fuck is that? Well, they're in the movie, so we use the character. So, if they're doing... If there's, like, let's just say there's 30 characters in, like, the the first game, and that's that's covering three movies, then you've got nine movies plus an additional... Two plus two shows. This is going to be the biggest fucking roster of characters that you could play. Yeah. And then when they when they made the Force Awakens one, they they had a wide roster of characters, but like 
they're all just new made up characters. You're just like, I don't know who the fuck this guy is. Mm-hmm. Like, because it's not part of our lore. It's a brand new character that we see for like half a second in fucking Force Awakens. You're like, who's that guy? Okay, whatever. You know, it doesn't have that. It doesn't hit that nostalgia of like, ooh, I get to play as fucking Darth Maul or some shit. You know what I mean? Right, right. So that's what I did yesterday, and then we we uh, stopped and got some pho on the way back, and that was fucking awesome. Pho is always good, man. Pho is the pho. Is I haven't the had best. pho in gotta be three years at this point. Yeah. Here, here's like the the best like hangover food is pho. Yeah, you've said that before. I distinctly remember us having that conversation. So yeah, like. It, Anybody who's like, I'm going to get fucking wasted tonight, I'm like, you better go get some pho and put it in your fridge, and then you can just fucking nuke that shit tomorrow morning, and you'll thank yourself. Like, yeah. if you plan on getting really, 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 like, I want a hangover, like, I'm just pissed off, and I'm depressed, I just need a hangover, like, I want to suffer. Yeah, you want to suffer for, like, an hour, and be mm-hmm. like, oh, it's all worth it, and then be like, all right, let's get, shove some fucking noodles and broth in my throat. I'm telling you. Best yeah. fucking thing. Anyways... Speaking of shoving things down our throats. Oh, you have no idea. <laughs> All right. So, uh, um, oh, I do have one more thing I want to say. Um, so I had a thought from the... last week's episode that I've completely lost that I wanted to share. But anyway, go ahead. Well, it's your, it's your fucking birthday next week, motherfucker. It, it is. It is. So I ordered something. Ah. Uh, it is on your way. It will be there Tuesday. You are not allowed to open it. Until until Sunday? No. Okay. Friday. I want you to open that shit. Oh, you want me to do it vocal. on Get Vocal? Okay. I can do that. Yeah. I can do that. So That's fine. I've been, in, I've been in cahoots with your respected other, and I've been like, because I was like asking him, like, does he have this? Does he have that? Does he need this? And so we've been bouncing shit back and <laughs> forth, and I'm just like, and the originally the plan was like, I'll, I'll let her know. I'm like, okay, it's at the door. Fucking like, you know, you know, uh, fucking. You've been colluding with Rico, I hear. Inside. You've been colluding huh? with Rico, I hear. No, no, he's admitting it. He's telling me that you guys have been colluding and that there's something coming, and I'm not allowed to open it until get vocal on Friday. So, all right, both of y'all are in trouble. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. How are we in trouble? Like, <laughs> fuck I'm you. fucking with you, dude. That's awesome. No, it's fine. Oh man. Um, uh, so what were you gonna say from? Uh, I know there was something. No, I legit. When I was editing last episode, there was something I thought of that we didn't bring up, and it wouldn't have sparked like an hour long discussion. But it would have been a cool like, hey, here's a nice little like, you know, capper on the other. And now I can't fucking remember what it was. So that's useless. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It. It's just. Yeah. Yeah. Do I want to just like edit that part out? No, no, it's fine. I don't mind looking like an idiot, so it's fine. Deleted. <laughs> Calling all partners. Losing weight is better together with Nutrisystem's partner plan. In fact, people who diet together lose twenty percent more weight than dieting on their own. Get new premium meals with up to thirty grams of protein. They're big and filling and taste delicious. Plus, try our new restaurant faves that taste like your favorite restaurant, portioned with half the calories. Don't wait. You could win big cash during Nutrisystem's Better Together Partner Plan one hundred k giveaway, and maybe win the grand prize of twenty five thousand dollars. Just go to Nutrisystem. 
slash thin right now and get 50% off plus an extra $50 off your first month. You heard me right. Go to Nutrisystem.com slash thin right now and get 50% off plus an extra $50 off. Don't wait. This partner plan offer will not last long. Just go to Nutrisystem.com slash thin right now and get 50% off plus an extra $50 off. Go to Nutrisystem.com slash thin. See website for details on our two-month subscription offer. No purchase necessary. Open only to U.S. residents over 21. Void where prohibited. Runs December 25 through April 4th, 2022. For official rules, visit Nutrisystem.com. Sponsored by Nutrisystem, Inc. All right. So um, what are we here for, motherfucker? Well, we have... Uh, we've, been, we've been gifted again with a, a epic story, as we tend to get from time to time, um, from our wonderful... And I'm using her words, so for those not familiar with the show, I am not saying anything derogatory, but from our cunty koala respondent uh, down in Oz, Jay, um, she she has gifted us with a a epic story. Um, I have parts one and three, and I will tell you right now, there's 17 pages. So I I don't know what yours is like, but, you know... But at the same time, mine mine's long as fuck. So um, I, th- I think for, I think we should dub this the magnum opus. There you go. That and might once you hear my end, you might actually think that fits. So we might have to go with it. The magnum opus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, again, you might agree with that. Yeah. There we go. Um, there, there's our title right there. There it is. Write it down. Um. Because one of us will fucking forget <laughs> by the end of this. Write it down, like Van Wilder. Write that down. Write that down. Um, I wonder if that will spark my thing, my memory here. Was that up in the? No, no, no. Okay, no, because we brought up Van Wilder at the last episode, so I thought maybe I would trigger the. No, not at all. Anyway, Mag- it's Magnum Opus, right? Magnum? Yeah, Magnum. M A G N U M O P U S is how you two words is how you would. Right. I yeah. got it. I just want to make sure. Yep. Okay. All right. Um, so in the beginning. In the beginning, yes. Yeah. So um, I'm going to warn you guys now, and I'll do it again when we get there. Part three that I have definitely has a disclaimer. Like, it's rough. In a, in a, it's not, it's not, you know, inappropriate in the sense that it's, um, like, you know, uh, violent or anything like that. But if, if it's, it's graphic, we'll put it that way. This look, I think this is going to be an emotional roller coaster for various reasons. So bear with us, guys. Um, but you'll you'll you know you'll laugh, you'll cry, you you know you might. Yeah, I I don't know your part. As as per usual, you've gotten at least one part. I think two though, and I've gotten two parts, and neither of us have any clue what's in the other's parts, which is kind of by design. So. Right. I don't know. I don't know what you're gonna have to say, but I I can say right now, my my end is certainly not the the heavy end in terms of sadness, if there is any. But this is it's just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've got some. I got heavy like a fucking heavy, you know, giant dick. <laughs> okay, I don't know if that was a way to go, but hey, why not? All right, so. Uh, shall we, shall we commence with the, the, the magnum opusy, as you call it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Part one. Return to Oz, our savior, sirs, Smithsonian salutation. So long 2020 and g'day to 2021. Greetings from down under, one and all. It's yours truly once again, Potescu's resident historian, Vinnie Pereira, and your cunty koala spawner from Oz, Jay. 
Wishing you all heaps of good loving, loads of chalky covered pretzel surprises, candy hearts, and many, many roots throughout this upcoming romantic season. Come with me now, won't you, and let's fire up those Barbie snags, billy cans, and bongs as we once again set sail down south for more of our silly antics and loads of love from Oz. But first, to quote CJ, let's take some let's take care of some housekeeping, shall we? Firstly, the reason for my reference to that Bronco-driving motherfucker in part one of my report. Rico, in my most fave interview you both recently done with showmate Todd the 206 Geek, you referred to me as your OJ fan as opposed to your OG fan, which I dearly loved. But perhaps it would have made more sense if I had written it as Potiskew's OJ fan, so my bad. No worries. If you would both indulge me, I'd like to send a big shout-out to my gal in the chat room, Kateri. Potiskew's newest and sweetest devotee at our superhero's altar, always welcoming to one and all, with their kind heart and wicked sense of humor that truly belongs at our Potiskew picnic table. I have to agree, Kateri's been a great addition to our fandom. (laughs) We have an absolute riot in the chat, shooting the shit, gas-bagging, and laughing together with our Queen Steffi, Jess, Mark, Todd, Richie, as well as the myriad of pop-ins and special guests that have come to say good day along the way. I have an absolute blast, and it's truly a dream to come true for your correspondent. Getting vocal is me getting to finally see our superheroes in the flesh weave their magic spells as opposed to simply the oral stimuli and pleasure you both have always provided. Yeah, I knew she was going to do that. Um, For me, I enjoy nothing more than re-watching them all back at 3 a.m. when I can't sleep. I'm feeling bored, lonely, and, er, well, I think you can figure out the rest, gents. Yeah, I, I, I don't know how I feel that she watches this when she gets horny. Like, er, we're like porn to her. That's a little weird. <laughs> Speaking of which, I wish to formally introduce myself to Potiskew's newest hottie and your now permanent resident DJ, DJ Xanthus. If you haven't had the good fortune to hear him just yet, I strongly advise you hit up one of his two current venues, Get Vocal and his bi-weekly indie indie radio show on Radio Airwaves. It's become my midweek musical mecca and the weekend rock concert at home. I'm both enchanted and intrigued by his tunage and killer beats. Each gig, I'm enthralled as we traverse down whatever musical journey he's taking us on this time. With his his fountain of knowledge amassed and accumulated over a lifetime of passion and a deep appreciation uh, and love for music. I look forward to many more years of getting lost in the moments of musical ecstasy he provides for us with varying varying styles and slamming sets that he seems to hypnotize us all with. Very sexy, sir. I'm not sure about... You all, but I, for one, could not wait to burn 2020 to the ground. Here in Sydney, we did just that by setting fire to Sydney's skyline in our recent annual New Year's Eve fireworks celebration, albeit way toned down. Never have we needed to party and be together more, but we'd recently had a mini clusterfuck of COVID-19. 18 positives, all thanks to the party pack of pilots from America and their cabin crew not obeying the lockdown rules to remain in quarantine during their stay here overnight, choosing instead to hit up a bar and see a band. In turn, the, the band played... fucking a- fucked it up? What's that? So Americans fucking fucked it up? Again? According to this, yeah. Mm-hmm. God damn it, we can't do anything right. Nope, nope. In turn, the Has band played... Australia suffered enough? 
Yeah, right? <laughs> in turn, the band played other gigs over the next six days, and now we were all forced back into lockdown again. Luckily for us, it's been quickly contained, and so far we're back to zero community transitions, just a few people from overseas in quarantine. Namely, a bunch of tennis players who were bitching the whole time about being stuck in quarantine to lockdown until they tested positive because someone on their flight to Oz had it. Oh, sh our shit may well be ha slightly harsh right now, but that and being an island has saved many lives here. And now that our mates in the States finally have a sane and intelligent present in the White House again, hopefully you guys can get on top of it over there, too. Now, on to some way happier news, and it's a massive congrats from all of us down here in Oz to everyone with the conglomerate of awareness, the podcasting posse that is the Odd Pods Media Network. For their extraordinarily and extremely well-deserved and highly earned shout-out from our podfather himself, Mr. Kevin Smith, what a... What a wonderful Chrissy prize for you all to receive with the praises and accolades from our hero himself. As a lifer fan of both Kevin and Potescu, it was a wonderful moment of fandom fusion I hadn't seen coming, but squeals of delight filled my home as I played it repeatedly that day. We even popped a cork to celebrate with the girls toasting your momentous moment and Smithsonian success many times that evening, I assure you. Yeah, like they need an excuse to drink those that group. <laughs> I mean, come on, maybe Jay, but the other ones not so much. Um, yeah, well, yeah, that's exactly right, ladies. We're calling you all drunks. That's what we're doing. Oh, fucking DJ Xanthus called them out live on the air last night. It was quite fun. So good. Yeah, intervention. Was, intervention. On a personal note, I would like to take this opportunity to thank Mark for his recent PSA about them tiny, furly, surly-ass arseholes, those treetop-dwelling tree evil creatures known by us locals in the know as drop bears. As I've attempted to warn you all in my previous reports, and no, now so has Mark, they are not the cute and cuddly sweethearts our tourism Oz ads portray. They do growl like sty-living hogs. They do live perma-baked, munching continuously on those gum leaves that, they, that do nothing but get them stoned. And yes, folks, they really do all have chlamydia. I can assure you all with complete certainty your koala spawned is COVID, chlamydia, and gumly free. So you're damn right, sirs. Present coming excluded. Oops, I meant company. Freudian slip, I guess. Sadly, though, and speaking of coming, I have, I have also, sadly, though, and speaking of coming, I also have to agree, it really does sum up most of the prototypical Yavo, drunky Aussie men in these parts. Hence, this long overdue drought I'm currently experiencing of late. One could say I've become a non-practicing nympho. Shit's getting pretty drastic down south, I gotta tell you. I'd even settle for a good old-fashioned rootin' boot at this stage, or what you guys up north would call a one-night stand. A rootin' boot. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, rootin' doot, rootin'. <laughs> I know, it sounded kind of southern, didn't it? It sounded like some shit you hear rootin out of Texas. Rootin' rootin' boot. <laughs> yeah. We, well, I'll respect to Jess, by the way, being a Texan. Um, but yeah. We were also extremely impressed at how educated Mark ap appears to be about the sexual peaks of women in their 40s. Personally, I'm dreading my midlife sexual peak kicking in. I've been a registered hornbag since I reached puberty at 12 and haven't cooled off since. 
I'm worried what this bitch in serious heat will be capable of once this phase of life kicks in for yours truly. I think by that stage, I'll be giving Steffi the hornbag pussy in my yard a run for her money. Especially if our Joe Joker's antics are at present are anything to go by. Thank you for clarifying Steffi the cat as opposed to Steffi my girl. Because if you if you think you're going to compete with like Steffi being horny, you're going to lose. <laughs> okay, that's not information I needed, but thank you. No, um, it's information everyone else needed. <laughs> My ultimate and phallic fantasies, though, is for a lightsaber vibrator, complete with all the bells and whistles of a real lightsaber. A varying mix of speed, sounds, and flashing lights to make my vag all glowy and full of the force awakening within. <laughs> yeah, Darth Asinvader. <laughs> you have Darth no idea. Vader. You have no idea how apt that one was, my friend. Okay. Really? Oh, yeah. Uh... If I'd known my sexy secret Santa surprise of an unattractive-looking green cucumber vibrator would have created such a stir as it did on Good Vocal recently, I would have whipped my pickle fucker out at everyone weeks ago when JoJo first gifted me with it. <laughs> I love your face. You know that? It's great watching your facial expressions through these. <laughs> Uh, I'm pickled dick. I just, I just love these. She's pulling the the, the different references out throughout the this universe, you know. So, oh, yeah. She, she, well, yeah, she's pulling. She's doing a mixture of pot askew and and view askew. Yeah, she's doing well. Okay, I can confirm to you all. I've never rubbed and humped an air conditioner, as Mark suggested, but now I can no longer in my aircon unit in the yard. Pussy's draped atop of it without getting into a fit of giggles each time. I remember that do you remember that no no i don't remember it either i listen i would not be stunned at something mark said so i can't i can't argue that it happened but i don't recall if jay it. said it then then it happened if, if jay said it and said that mark said it i'm willing to believe that it's all accurate right yeah so congrats to one and all for surviving that wretched and horrible year that was 2020. I know for certain I wouldn't have made it through without each one of you. My Potescu family, together with the, the silly words I compile on my reports, have been my life raft in a sea of pain, agony, and sadness that this past hard year has delivered one way or another to us all. Tell I can't thank it. you. What's that? Tell me about yeah, it. Yeah, right. I can't thank you enough for all your love, kindness, friendship, and so much support you've extended out to me across our watery divide. In one of my very first love letters to you, I thanked you for finding a place for me to play in the Potescu sandpit with you all. Today, I thank you again, sirs, for gifting me with your hilariously brilliant timestamp memories of piss-up parties past, pussies galore, and blue meanies abound, and so very much more. I hope to always continue to play and build sandcastles with you both for many more years to come. Now, CJ, if you would kindly pass the duchy on the left-hand side and slip it over towards your spunky other half, Rico, we're all deliciously delighted to once again hear Rico's deep dive down into pussies. Cats, that is. I haven't really woken up oh, until I've had my McDonald's breakfast deal. And I know this is true because before breakfast, I put my phone in the refrigerator and couldn't find the keys that were already in my hand. 
Nothing gets the morning going like the first sip of an iced coffee. Get any size and any flavor for 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. McDonald's. I'm loving it. If dog people made dog food, it wouldn't be sold in a 50-pound bag in the hardware aisle by the shoe polish. It would actually be food. It would be made with real, fresh meat and veggies gently cooked to preserve their nutritional value. You know, like food. The Farmer's Dog was created by dog people who cook and deliver fresh, healthy food. Try the Farmer's Dog and get fresh, pre-portioned meals tailored to your dog's needs. Tell us about your dog, build your plan, and get 50% off at thefarmersdog.com slash listen. That's thefarmersdog.com slash listen. Part 2. The Potaskew Pussy Packs. Precocious predicaments and precarious perils. Whilst I'm aware of this Part 2 of my report now places you on double pussy duty in my reports, Rico. But the girls and I were so taken and touched by your devotion and dedication to pussies everywhere. We wanted to hear you share your pussy handling abilities with us all once more. Well, you can talk to Steph about that. And guess which one of us agrees with both Rico and Randall about y'all never having lived if you haven't gone ass to mouth. I'll just leave that there for you all to decide who that might be. <laughs> I wonder. Mm. And holy shit has a lot transpired since part one of this odyssey first began. So let's dive down deep and devour some pussy tails together, shall we? My furry cherubs have all grown so much already. Firstly, our OG of the pussy pack. Steffi has been remaining much closer to home of late, choosing to spend these new hot summer nights and days on a shady and cool bed, and yes, on Jody's silk sheets that Joe Joker previously defiled. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, I'm, I'm sure everyone does. <laughs> Usually curled up together with Tilly Tail Gobbler, for a bed buddy. Rico and Lily Rose curl up on my shady back porch together, but Rico calls to me often through the screen door, both day and night, to come give him so many scratches and cuddles. Yeah, well, Rico is more... pretty needy, so. Yeah, Rico is very vocal about, like, give me attention, you fuckers! Sounds like, the, sounds like his namesake. Mm, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're right. Enrico Caruso, right? That motherfucker? Yeah, that motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> That fucking old opera dead fucking Dago bitch. <laughs> or Enrico Moroni. Mor- Morione. Ah, he's a composer. I can't remember. I can never say his last name. Morricone? Morricone? Right, Enrico Morricone. Morricone. Oh, is it any? Uh, okay, never mind. Dig deep in your Dago-ness, buddy. I'm, I'm sure it's there. <laughs> Anywho. Now, yeah, pay attention, my kraut make friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, which I'm more than willing to share with him. To think how far he's come, hello, and how much he now loves and trusts me is a source of great pride. (laughs) Sorry. Seeing him settled and feeling right at home, lounging completely at peace, and now the best of buds. I may not have been fortunate or blessed to get to be a mum in this lifetime, but after this year... I've gotten a brief taste of what parental pride must feel like. Hey, Jay, you pretty much have adopted us, so, like, you're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, as each of my furry angels hit their milestones and grow ever more loving and adorable each day. Up next is our Dark Knight, Patriarch, and Pussy Pack Protector, Smokey. And not unlike the Bat himself. <laughs> I'm just imagining, like, this cat, like, on a fucking, like... 
like overlooking like Australia, just be like with a cape, be like, I am vengeance, I am the knight, I am Catman. Meow. <laughs> Meow. I am Catman. Hear me roar. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Uh, he watches dutifully over and safeguards the citizens of my own mini Gotham City. See? From amidst the shadows. Launching into action the moment any unwelcome guest with sinister plans to either attack or fuck his fluffy flock <laughs> penetrates the perimeter. His sidekick is none other than my little girl, CJ Millie. should call her fucking CJ Robin at this point. Yeah, right. Um, Will she mostly prefers these days to stay inside with us, choosing to cozy up and lays in front of my aircon with Finny Bear and I nowadays. CJ Millie seems to have a sixth sense whenever trouble's afoot. We'll be misplay with one of her toys, and she just freezes at what appears to be an only audible to her smoky bat signal. <laughs> smoky bat signal. Uh, sending her urgently racing to the front door, meowing relentlessly to be released until she gets her way. Mostly... That does sound like your fucking namesake, buddy. Or her fucking namesake. Yeah, well. Mostly it's merely to join the fam to collaborate, chase, corner, and capture a lonely, brave little lizard or a cicada with a death wish that's naively arrived in the yard. Other times it's to defeat the assortment of heat-induced hornbag villains, seeking power, vengeances, and territory but all with a burning urge to conquer and to flower my still too young to desex innocence of the family. Not to mention apparently far too easily persuaded hussy pussy Steffi to become seduced by the many and varied four-pawed neighborhood bachelors seeking a quick bang round the back of my joint. Ew. <laughs> Completely oblivious of said consequences for all of us of such debaucherous and reckless behavior as she still somehow manages to elude capture by us all. Without Smokey's possessive and protection skills over his mum, there would most certainly be many more pussy packs littering my yard. There was nothing exceptional about C.J. Millie's Smokey signal activation one particular evening a few weeks ago. Uh, being almost din-din time for them all, I opened the screen door for her to join her fam, just as she bolted an almighty and unified screech was sounded. As I raced down my porch, before me was fur flying and giant ball of pussies screeching and rolling all around my yard. From amidst the melee, the most despised of all our unwanted, vile, and violent visitor villains, Bruce. Guess who he's named after? Yep, the evil villain of the Ask Universe, Willis. What you talking about, Willis? <laughs> he emerges from <laughs> He emerges from within, leaping up and over the wooden fence. Through his retreat was not Enough for our warrior hero, Smokey. He was in hot pursuit, attempting to launch himself over that same wooden fence. Sadly, he wasn't as successful as it, as, as was Bruce, and subsequently bashed his little head on the way up. He yielded to the pain as he landed, and it was quickly evident there was, there was bleeding. He came straight over to me for safety and informed me of his pain, only then through the bloodied mess that I saw a piece of wood from my fence about two inches long had impaled him less than half an inch above his left eye. Oof. Yeah. So it was an emergency dash to the vet for Smokey. I was advised if it had been any lower, he'd have most certainly lost his eye and quite possibly his life. Well, After good news he's okay. Of... So. Say that again? The good news is I guess he's okay. I mean, she would, you know. Yeah. Yeah. 
After several hundreds of dollars and a patch-up job later, I was asked by the vet if I wanted to take him home or leave him there, perhaps to be adopted, most likely to be destroyed. I looked at my little battered Smokey. Come on, my dark knight in shining armor. Let's get you home to your family. I know they're all missing you. I'm sure she'll love the attempt at her voice there. That's that's. Well, if I was really doing an attempt at her voice, I would have said it really fucking fast. <laughs> I love Jay, man. Woo! She is fast when she starts talking to us. Jay, I am so glad that you can't do drugs. Like, like. <laughs> so I'm officially now the cat lady from The Simpsons and the mother of four. Finny Bear, Rico, Smokey, and my little precious girl, CJ Millie. A few weeks passed and peace seemed to return to the land of Pussy Oz. No sightings of our villain. And everyone seemed to calm the more Smokey's injuries healed. My girl's... Tilly, Tail, Gobbler, Lily Rose, and C.J. Millie all were finally ready to be de-sexed. Luckily, I just had to pay for my girl, as Tilly and Lily's soon-to-be-forever home parents paid for them. They have two daughters who each had their hearts set on the other, so Mom relented, and they take both to keep them together, much to my delight. They're collecting them when they return home after New Year's holidays away, and the bub's old enough to be away from Stephanie. The sun was setting over the yard one evening, the pussies were all frolicking and playing with each other amidst the last remaining uh, remnants of a balmy summer's evening. C.J. Millie began her ritual, meowing to go outside and join them to play. I briefly hesitated, but being their num-num dinner service soon, I relented. After all, how could I stop her enjoying the summer sunshine and fun with her fuzzy fam? She trod straight over to her hero, Smokey, who gave her his familial lick of good day and they began their regular dynamic duo's patrol around the perimeter of this fair city. But within minutes, a hauntingly familiar and almighty screech rang out as more joined in loudly. There, standing frozen before me, was Bruce, staring fiendishly directly into my eyes. My scream scared him off as I raced over to the obviously stunned, scarred, yet still scowling and hissy pussy pack as Bruce retreated. Brave Smokey lunged from the pack for a round two and second attempt at chasing him over the same wooden fence that caused his original injury. Fucker didn't learn. This yeah. time, adrenaline and rage pumping, he cleared it with room to spare. Well, I guess he did. Despite my cries to stay, he was far too quick and gone like the wind. By the time I chased them out to the street, Smokey had caught him, and he wanted vengeance and blood atonement. <laughs> As I screamed... That sounds like smoke, by the way. That sounds like some shit Smoke would be doing. As I screamed and attempted to interview, and I saw a bucket. Within seconds, both cats were drenched and Bruce was gone. Smokey, after giving me a dirty look for drenching him also, turned and raced back to check on the condition of his family, as did I. The family were still in a huddle, but this time, minus the screeching and, bra and brawling, they were silent. They all seemed to be gathered around, staring and sniffing something intently. It was at that moment my heart fell into my stomach. There was someone missing. Oh my God, C.J. Millie. I'd like to point out that there was a portion in this. Um, I didn't read it, uh, but we, Steph gave me a heads up. And it, it, you know, even without my mom passing, I don't know if I would be able to get through this portion now because I'm, a, I'm too much of a cat lover. So she was rushed into emergency surgery. I'll pay anything, just save her, please. But C.J. Millie was gone. Motherfucker, you and your fucking namesakes cannot, like, catch a break. You know what I mean? Well, the one ended up in a good home. Just got a new name. 
you know? So Yeah, the one that was in a good home is owned by treacherous fucking thieving fucks. Well, yeah, true, but I mean, yeah. Here's that there there's the lesson of the episode. Don't name anything CJ ever. <laughs> yeah, name them all Santas. Or Rico. You, yeah, you want them to strive, name them Santas or Rico. Enrico, yeah. Alright, yeah. Okay. I cried and was bereft for weeks. I don't blame you, baby. I don't blame you. Uh, Finney constantly searching for his new bed buddy, Smokey, pacing the perimeter, sniffing relentlessly for his little sidekick and patrol buddy. God, that's heartbreaking. It is, yeah. Tilly and Lily looking for their missing little litter sister and sweet mama Steffi looking for her new, her now second missing offspring. Rico missing his play and chasing buddy all whilst my heart, my lap and arms and our furry fam home felt empty and broken. CJ Millie will be deeply loved and missed by us all, always. Mm. This was the final layer of icing on an extremely shitty and heartbreaking 2020 cake, not just for your correspondent, but for everyone of us. But, as I've always learned too often this year, Mother Nature always has other plans for us. Tell me about it. A few weeks passed when one morning I was awoken to a high-pitched squeaking sound just outside my bedroom window. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Steffi was strolling through the yard when this tiny fuzzball, fuzzy ball, fuzzball, fuzzball, either one, of caramel chalk cuteness quickly scampered up behind her in hot pursuit. Oh, no. I, I thought that that fucker attacked another one. That's what I thought when you said, no, 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 oh, no. this is good news. Okay, good. Uh, look, I'm not for any cat dying, but fucking Bruce needs to die hard. <laughs> nice. you, know, you know what? You should get a, like, if if you ever decide to rename Smokey like, or just give him a nickname, you call his ass Gruber or Hans or something. <laughs> yeah, right? Hans Smokey Gruber. There you go. There you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Smokey guy, hey, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, closely o- followed O-clay? by two more. Oklay. Yeah, Oklay. <laughs> it's, it's like okay, but ole. Ole. Um, Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> it always takes me like an extra 20 minutes to go through mine because we're always ad-libbing and fucking around. It's funny. It's, yeah, you don't do that as much when I read for whatever reason. I don't know when I do my parts. I, 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 I let you get through it because I know it's such a struggle just to get through it. <laughs> you found that so funny you didn't even give me a chance to react. You just started laughing. Um, Fuck your ass. <laughs> Give me O'Clay bullshit. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. I swear there's good in this. Okay. Um, yes, ladies and... Uh, closely followed by two more. Yes, ladies and gents. Hussy Steffi has gone and done it again. Oh, slut. Yeah, right? <laughs> Jesus. She's now the proud yet reluctant... Yeah, bullshit. Mom to three new <laughs> tiny balls of furry sunshine, which the girls and I named. And yes, they were yet again drunk. Drunk Aussies naming kittens is never a good fucking idea. I'm calling PETA. You know, she says once again drunk. Mm-hmm. I would be more surprised if they were sober at this point. Yeah, once again sober sounds more likely. <laughs> no, it sounds more, more, rare. Su- ra- yeah, rare. I mean, yeah. God, ladies, fucking put the fucking drinks down. 
like I, I after you're done this, I will tell a quick story about them that I I know that is not part of our report. I'm I'm positive is not part of our report. If it is, I'd be stunned. So yeah, I will actually give them credit. Like these names are pretty good. Okay, so toffee for our caramel CJ Millie clone. Yeah, you yeah. like toffee? I heard you fucking telling. Uh, uh, well, that was off. that's of the choices that were in my tin of chocolates I got, but sure, yeah. Um, Tawny for our dusty gray cutie pie, and Taffy for the Lily Rose lookalike. They went for the the triple T thing going on there. That's true. Yeah, they did. Um, I prefer the three Bs: breakfast, blowjob, and back rub. Which, by the way, on a completely unrelated note, as it is Valentine's Day. Please, please, Valentine's Day is typically a female's uh, holiday, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that, but it is. Please, please remember your man on March 14th. Thank you. What's March uh, What's March 14th? Steak and BJJ Day. It's Oakley. Oakley. Yeah, Steak and BJ Day. It's the, the, male, the male equivalent, or the male response to, to Valentine's Day is March 14th, Steak and BJ Day. You, someone should definitely give... DJ CJ a fucking BJ. Yeah, except I don't know who that guy is. Is he over there with Carl? Because I don't know who the fuck that is either. <laughs> They're staying very close <laughs> to Steffi at present, so we're unsure of the, of the sexes yet. Well, pick their asses up and look at their fucking, you know, unmentionables. Tilly and Lily are not thrilled with these unexpected newbies that have stolen all Steffi's attention. So both myself and their new forever fam mummies have been dropping in to visit a bond with them before they leave for their holiday. Our vigilante Dark Knight Smokey guarding over the innocents once more. This time without the threat of that arch-villain Bruce. Subsequent to that fateful night, I seeked my own vengeance of sorts tracking down Bruce's owners and informing them of what their demonic beast did to my little girl and Smokey whilst handing them a very large vet bill. Nice. Which I sincerely doubt they'll ever pay. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, good for you, man. That's... Yeah, right. Could you, I mean, like, and look, th- this is going to sound like a shot at Jay, but she caved on the, the two that kind of stole the other cat, right? She kind of gave in on that. So I'm glad she was like, fuck you, here's the bill. You know? Yeah. So. I also told them if I had caught their beast in my yard again, I'd call the pound that or take a shovel to it. Should it hurt my babies again? Nice. Go Jay. Fucking like goddamn Luca Brazi, dude. Like, right. That's Luca. You put the bra in Brazi. <laughs> uh, so instead of taking it, instead of, instead of taking them to the mattress, you take them to the litter. <laughs> Take him to the pound. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna make it look awful. You can't refuse. <laughs> so there you have it, folks. If I thought there were pussies galore before, at present there's now a total of eight fucking cats, <laughs> nine counting my bewildered yet seemingly unfazed Finny Bear. I'm flat broke now, thanks to inoculations, desexings, X-rays, stitches, not to mention food. But with a home so full of furry cuddles, play, laughter, and love. It's worth it knowing they're healthy and well. Dinsons is an even bigger circus now, and I'm merely the wrangling clown. I'm not certain why Mother Nature selected me for this task. She keeps assigning me, but this past year spent with my Potoskew Pussy Pack, even throughout their many predicaments and perils, had been such a joy and blessings to share and be a part of. But now, we catch Steffi once and for all. 
Gotham City is now overrun by pussies. I mean, I'd watch that movie. <laughs> still got to be better sure. than still got to be better than Justice League <laughs> or Suicide Squad or any of <laughs> the fucking DC. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah. Uh, and whilst I'm sure Catwoman will be rubbing her paws, hello, yeah, rubbing her paws with glee, this Simpsons cat lady is not. And neither Steffi at this point and I can, can't say I blame her. We're both exhausted. I, yeah, it's all fucking paw rubbing. I'm not saying I'm going to do it, but I really now for the damn it want to find a, the clip of the cat lady. Just... <laughs> yeah. yeah. I kind of want to make that the damn it now. Uh, now, if you'd be so kind of ha- as to hand off to your header life mate for part three and keep some tissues on hand, gentlemen, wet or dry, and know it's not for the shedding of tears. Thanks, Rico. Love you, buddy. Beer break. Finding the right person for the job isn't easy. Just ask someone who hired a lounge singer to be their office receptionist. Hello, this is Mickey Marquis, and you've reached the office of Doug and Associates. <laughs> Thank you very much. Catch me Tuesday nights at the Hotel Johnson. Hello? But if you've got an insurance question, you can always count on your local GEICO agent. They can bundle your policies, which could save you hundreds. Doug and Associates, this is Mickey Marquis. Hello? For expert help with all your insurance needs, visit geico.com slash local today. Finding the right person for the job isn't easy. Just ask someone who hired a lounge singer to be their office receptionist. Hello, this is Mickey Marquis, and you've reached the office of Doug and Associates. <laughs> Thank you very much. Catch me Tuesday nights at the Hotel Johnson. Hello? But if you've got an insurance question, you can always count on your local GEICO agent. They can bundle your policies, which could save you hundreds. Doug and Associates, this is Mickey Marquis. Hello? For expert help with all your insurance needs, visit geico.com slash local today. Okay, we're back. Beer? Beer. 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 Um, I'm a bearded motherfucker. <laughs> there's a um, you will like this because you love giving giving me shit about Metallica. I don't really give you shit about Metallica. But, uh, right, a little you... bit, a little bit, but not as much as you give me shit for Sinatra. No, no, I'd say it's probably equal. But anyway, that's different conversation. Um, there's a there's a if you can find it, there's a cartoon. Do you remember the whole Napster thing? Yeah. Do you remember how like Lars was one of the anti-Napster people? No. But okay, yeah, La- La- Lars, the drummer in Metallica, was one of the the most vocal like anti-Napster people. And so, someone made this like cartoon, and it's like a Frankenstein-looking thing that's James, and then there's a little like cat type thing that's supposed to be Lars <laughs> running around him, and and uh. James, the only thing James says through the whole thing is beer good, Napster bad. And it's just, <laughs> yeah. It, I think you would find it funny. You should search for it afterwards or I'll check if I can find it for you. But either way. Um, so shall we get on with this? Shall we Shall we read more of this insanity that, that's occurred? Absolutely. Okay. Ugh, here we go. Part three, swigging and swinging swingers. All right, so it's a good thing we're drinking right now. That's why I got one. <laughs> I just got one because I'm, like, over-caffeinated. I need to even out. Fair enough. Okay. Firstly, please allow me to extend all of you my sincerest apologies. The bulk of this no. part transpired a few months back now when Oz was all, bri- all be briefly COVID-free. 
As you'll soon hear, and not unlike our lives themselves, this was an evolving tale that illustrates the point that in just the briefest of moments, our lives and perspectives can be shifted and altered in an instant. Okay, I, I guess I'll future forgive you. Okay. <laughs> Never to be, feel, live, nor love the same way again. And as I told you all in part one of my report, it's a doozy. So strap all yourselves in, and let's get into the swing of this, shall we? Let me buckle on my fucking straps. I, I heard that, yeah. Thanks to this apocalyptic pestilence and life as a whole, our wings have drastically been clipped of late. We've all been subjected to periods of isolation and quarantine during this disastrous year. Luckily for us down here in Oz, at present, we've all but eliminated the imminent threat of community contraction. Much to the celebratory delight of my BFFs and I. So, Joe Joker decided to have a get-together at her joint. Joining us for the festivities were a few blokes from her work, Cassie and Becca, who happened to be in town, and of course, yours truly. As always, it was margaritas, cosmos, and blue lagoons all around, but there was one guest in particular that was eyeballing me from across the socially distanced, maintained room awkwardly throughout the evening. Jojo, in her infinite and shit-stirring wisdom, thought it would be nothing more than a laugh to invite my ex-boyfriend, Kyle. No. <laughs> oh, Joe Joker, you're a bitch. <laughs> well, no. You know what? No, you know, no, no, no. You're still a bitch for doing what you do. It may have worked out right, but you know what? You don't do that. God, you're on an island. You're all fucking trapped together. That's even worse. Our relationship was long over. In fact, he is since married. Okay, that kind of makes it worse. No, I mean, if 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 her if he and JoJo are friends, then I mean, I. No, I'm saying like if he's married and she's still like okay, all right. Let me just uh, look, I'm I'm judging before I hear the whole thing. And and thing. well, no, I've at least finished the sentence. I mean, I we can still correct you if you're wrong. But what was your sentence? What were you gonna I, say? And she's I, what? I feel like Joe Joker is like setting up like he she brought what's his name Kyle? Yeah. Fucking Kyle. This is Jay's ex. Yes. So he's married to not Jay. Correct. And. She and Jojo invites Kyle to fucking be there. And depending on how most of Jay's fucking stories go, there's usually going to be like an orgy of some sort. So like this is just getting weird, but I'm, I'm into it. I'm, I'm, I'm drinking. I mean, it's, it's definitely not the most uh, sincere thing Jojo's done, but I also don't think it's the most um, uh, devious of things that Jojo has done either. So, just, just fucking wait. Every time we comment on her shit, she's gonna be like, "Oh, I'll fucking like, I'll, I'll, I'll one up myself." Don't you worry. Oh well, yeah, and that yeah, pause in the actual story. That's what I was gonna tell you about in between parts, and I forgot. So, uh, there was a piss up party last night down there. The four, the four girls and and Jay, or the three girls and Jay. Right? Are you allowed to tell the story? I'm just curious. I, I yeah, because I'm only telling high level stuff. I don't know specifics. Even if I did, I wouldn't be sharing those. I gotcha. And they got together, and first off, to your point about the drinking, they started drinking at like 9 a.m. after having been drinking the night before. So, like, they literally got up and started with Bloody Marys and, and breakfast. Like, it it was an all-day drink fest. So that I can share. But Which one of you gave the koalas chlamydia? I'm guaranteeing <laughs> one of you fuckers did it. Oh, it's JoJo. You know it's JoJo. Come on, that's not even a question. Um... <laughs> 
<laughs> at least in my eyes. But anyway, no, she. But so many fucking listeners. <laughs> no, but they were they were there. They were there for uh, DJ Xanthus' show and heard it live, so he had some fun with, with the girls. Trust me, he he, he took some shots at, at, at JoJo and, and had fun, and apparently they loved every second of it. So, Oh, good. Then I don't yeah. feel as bad. Give yeah. them shit. So, yeah, yeah, no, no. All right, so where did I leave off here? Okay. Uh, yeah, our relationship was long over. In fact, he's since married. Mm-hmm. Whilst it ended amicably be enough between us, being in a room with your ex is always awkward, especially when mm-hmm. he's staring intently across and yelling pleasantries at from afar at you all night. <laughs> that, that does sound worse, actually. Just yeah. like, You're looking good! <laughs> like, thank you! Well, I think that's the socially distant thing. I don't know. But anyway... Um, refreshing her cock. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how you listen. The words socially distant and Jojo don't feel like they fit in the same sentence together. Just ever. Chlamydia. <laughs> Koalamidia. Koala. There you go. Uh, refreshing her cocktail. She declared over the crowd. Hey, Jay, let's play some porn askew for everyone. Sadly, no laptop available, but I was delighted to play and share a couple of episodes with everyone from my phone. As the evening progressed, everyone was getting toasted on my shaken, not stirred martinis. Bodies were sprawled out all over her lounge room floor, chillaxing on pillows and beanbags, all whilst JoJo was in her natural element, entertaining the room with her many sexual encounters. But it was one specific topic and suggestion of hers that seemed to spark a big and begin a deep dive discussion that lasted well into the early hours of the morning. I'm dying to check out that swingers club Gaza mentioned last week. Hey, we should all go. Who's in? Jojo proclaimed. As always, the obvious questions of why Jojo, why, were uttered and the tittering commenced. Not to mention, Jojo, a highly contagious virus is out there. Oh, it, yeah. Don't stress, Jay. We won't be putting you in the restraints this time. It's my turn to be chained to a wall, whipped and beaten. All eyes in the oh. room immediately turned toward me, and I could feel my face becoming beetroot red and burning by the second. For the record, if you're going to use root for slang for getting some dick, you should not use beetroot red ever again. Yeah, but I think I think that's what they call beets down there, and beets are red, so... I get it, but like beetroot red just sounds like a really fucking purple dick in your face. Did you wait till I took a drink of my beer to say that? No, I was talking and you having a sip. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> um, Listen, motherfucker, you got to learn how to swallow. Trust me. That's not no, no, I don't. Um. <laughs> anyway, yeah, thanks a lot, Jojo, both for that night, which almost cost me my bloody life, and now this new public level of public humiliation right here. Appreciate it, darling. In front of an ex, no less. Yeah, right. So for the next hour, she gave an eyewitness account of my BDSM shame for everyone there, while I was forced to field questions galore from the drunken and an amused crowd, including my ex. He remained mostly silent, yet obviously absorbing every detail. If the world could have swallowed me whole at that very moment, I really wouldn't have minded. It was JoJo who recalled, Hey, play that episode where we all got shit from CJ and Rico. Uh, actually, JoJo, it was you and Yaya that got got into shit for that night, not me. Don't you remember? The Joker always loses. Yeah, but then the fucking Joker always comes back in the next goddamn issue. (laughs) 
<laughs> or episode, yeah. Yeah. But she was far too busy holding court once more, surrounded by men and center stage to notice. All except Kyle, that is. The next morning, as the others made their way home, Kyle asked if I needed a ride, to which I did. What I didn't need was the snide, don't do anything I wouldn't do you to on sec. On second thought, it's been a while for you, Jay. Fill her up, won't you, Kyle? <clears throat> Jojo, <laughs> look up subtlety in the fucking dictionary, will you please? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not her strong suit. Uh, okay. To which he did reply, I am married, so it's not as if I've gotten much either of late, but don't worry, Jay, your virtue is safe with me. Well, for the drive home anyway. What? Atta boy. boy. Well, for the drive home, anyway, in case you didn't hear. Yeah. I suddenly didn't want to leave, but if I had stayed, I may have been forced to throttle JoJo. Why it hasn't Ride. happened Why it hasn't happened at this to this point is a little astounding to me, to be honest with you. Because Jay is is like Batman. You can't kill the Joker. <laughs> Nicely done, sir. Well well played. Well played. Thank you. The drive home was mostly more pleasantries, but I could tell he had heaps of questions he was desperate to have answered. When we pulled up at home, I had planned on making a quick escape from my far less publicly publicly humiliating sanctuary of home. Anticipating my speedy getaway, he began. Would you mind me coming in and us catching up a bit? It has been a while, and I'd really like your advice about something. You never go ask him out. um, There's the fucking advice. What's that? You never go ask. You never mouth. go ask the mouth. Yeah, advice. yeah. Uh, always knowing what works wonders on me, helping out a mate, I of course invited him in. He began talking about his failing ma- marriage and how miserable they were. And yes, everyone, oh. what? Oh fuck! Yeah, it it's it's not going where you think. And and yes, everyone, Kyle is fully aware of every word I'm sharing with you. He's both read and concurred with every word as factual and perfectly and is perfectly cool with it. In fact, he recently confessed that he's actually kind of turned on by it. Uh-huh. That'll make more sense. Trust me. Uh, okay. Okay. It wasn't too much later that he began to complain about their sex life. Again, something very awkward to hear from your ex, especially when he's comparing it with our sex life when we were a couple. We were fucking hot, Jay. Her and I are not. We're fucking not, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> I was cringing just as I will be hearing you read this, but I felt it necessary for context. He began to explain she merely lays there telling him to get it over with already and made me feel really sad for him. Oh, God, that's awful. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Get other with. Oh, yeah, that's what every fucking guy wants to hear. Jesus uh-huh. Christ. Uh, except I think Kevin doesn't mind because I'm pretty sure Schwabach said it to him a few times. And he's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, but, but he, that's the difference is, is Kevin likes to be bossed around by Schwabach. Yeah, which is, yeah, it's true. Okay. Yeah. The icing on his unsatisfied cake was learning from several trusted sources that she had been cheating on him with multiple partners. Bitch! Yeah, yeah. One night in particular, they had been at a club. She had stated she was heading to the ladies, yet instead was seen by their mutual friends dancing in a darkened corner with a sexy stranger. As the romantic slow dance continued, she proceeded to allow him to feel her up and finger bang her right there, with her husband of seven years just meters away. Ew. (laughs) Yeah. 
There was even photographic evidence provided for him. Oh, 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 fuck. He got fucking Humphrey Bogart fucking P.I.ing this shit? No, I think, well, they, I think from what I heard, they had mutual friends that were, they were all out with a group, and I guess some of the mutual friends saw it and snapped the picture and be like, hey, so you don't think we're making shit up? I guess. That's, that's how I'm interpreting I, it, but. You fuckers are awful at social distancing. Well, no, this might, I mean, this, this could, she didn't say when this happened. This could have been pre-COVID for all I know. I don't know how long ago this, that happened. I don't think that was like that week. I think that was. I think, I think getting finger made on a dance floor, despite, regardless of a fucking disease, should just not be encouraged. Well, also keep in mind, if you remember the pre, the precursor, this section occurred when they were pretty much COVID free for a while until us dirty Americans brought it back. So, yeah. Um. Whilst I was stunned at her bold and brazen behavior, knowing her as I had, I was not at all surprised. So I guess Jay knew the the eventual wife and whatever. The eventual he, ex-wife. Yeah, yeah. He confronted her only for her to deny the photo was even her. By that point, he was done with her. He began asking me if I had enjoyed my BDSM club experience and what really went on that night. And if you need a full uh, episode, there's an episode for you. <laughs> yeah, well, I think they'd played it, from what I understood. So I think they heard it. But, you know, you're drinking, there's a group of people, you probably didn't hear everything. I'm not going to hold that against them. Yeah. Kyle, listen to it sober and, and you know. All and alone. Time. Yeah. And alone. Yeah. Or at least with Jay. Maybe with get Jay. Some, get some candles out, <laughs> lights down low, and get some glasses of wine, and fucking listen <laughs> to that shit. He then threw me a curveball I did not see coming. If JoJo does go to the swingers club, will you be my date for the evening? I Okay. I heard her say you have to be a couple if you want to go to the second floor, so will you be mine? Pause for one second. Yes. So a fucking like swingers club means, hey, let's fuck somebody else. Like we're gonna bring my partner and then we're gonna fuck somebody else. So bringing a date just means, hey, I'm not gonna fuck you, I'm gonna fuck somebody else and you're gonna watch. N- not necessarily, but possibly. I mean, yeah, I mean it, it sound it sounds like it's more that same club they went to, but on the second floor is where this stuff takes place and, and I listen, I've heard Ralph because you know you know Ralph Garman used to be a swinger. He talks about that very openly. Oh yeah. And he he has said that there are certain swinger areas you cannot go into solo. Like, they will not physically let you go in there. So, I think... Because then for, it's just a pervert trying to get some pussy. Basically, right. So, I think the basic idea... I, listen, I, I, I obviously don't know Kyle from a hole in the ground and don't know his intentions, but I, I get the impression from what she's written here that he just wanted to be able to go to the event and didn't have someone he could bring. So, if they went together, then they could pretend, they could both go, you know? Speaking of hole in the ground, I'm pretty positive that, like, half of fucking Australia is going to be fucking holes in the ground just to fucking get through this shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dirty fucking Aussies. Goddamn. <laughs> you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Um, where did I leave off? There we go. I was stunned silent. Uh, Kyle, that's a very sweet offer, and whilst I have always been curious about what really goes on there, I have zero interest going to a swing as a couple with my ex-boyfriend. Thank you anyway, though. We don't have to do anything or anyone. I just want to go and finally maybe score a decent route for both of us, perhaps. Come on, it'll be fun. Laugh, and you can write your mates in the States all about it. Isn't that what you're into these days anyway? We all heard about it at the party last night. So that's why they're going to go to swing club is for fucking fodder for us? No, no not just, but we're the lucky, uh... We, we're the we, lucky recipients? Yeah. 
Well, I don't know if we're the recipients, but that's that's yet to be discussed. Kyle and I talked well into the night about the old good and bad times life had thrown at us since we'd broken up and ended up crashing out on my lounge together. Sadly, my sex drought continues, guys. Sorry to disappoint everyone. Pinky Tusker Dew's been getting a hell of a workout as of late. By the morning, I'd agreed to attend his as his date, should it be COVID safe to do so, with a mission. Him to score a route, me to gather intel from deep in the heart of Swingersville in my capacity as koala spondent for Potosku. I was hoping this was just another passing Joe Joker brain fart, but a couple weeks later, the tickets were purchased and a group of us were off to get our swinger on. God, Jesus, titty fucking god-awful Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just say, Jesus, titty fucking god-awful Christ? Yes. I almost want to call that the episode now. Forget the other one. Just... <laughs> <laughs> That might be the funniest fucking thing you've ever said on this show. And we've been doing this for a long time. Look, uh, this is what you should do. You sh- we should have the title that we agreed on and just have that description and nothing else. Yes, that, yeah, you're probably right. Here's okay. the description for this episode. Jesus, titty, fucking god-awful Christ. And they'd be like, whoa, shit, something's happening in this episode. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> The only other time that, like, I said something that rivaled that was, like, Jesus tit fucking, uh, titty fucking butt fucking Christ. What I said that on our first uh, New Year's episode. Oh, did you? I don't, I don't, sadly, as you know, I don't remember much of that day, so. Uh, <laughs> Are you all right? You're fucking crying. I am. That's how I'm laughing. It's Jesus. Okay. All right. Uh, Apparently, we are going to need fucking tissues. Yeah, right? Not the way we thought. Um, all right, here we go. You ready? Mm. We traveled in multiple cars, yet arrived simultaneously. Cass and Becca even came back to Sid for the festivities. Oh, we're not missing this fucking fueled evening for the world. What surprised me immediately was not, was how not like what I expected from the exterior. No flashing lights indicating what depravity and exotic delights may lay ahead of us. Most of us, looky-loos, merely there to observe. Others, like Kyle and, of course, our JoJo, were here to see what was on offer at the Swingers Buffet. The group all had to pass a COVID temp test on entry, a now mandatory, mandatory part of every establishment and may well be in places like this permanently, right alongside the STI rapid testing, which I noticed and was pretty impressed was also available. I have to agree. That's pretty impressive. If you're going to go to a place like this, you can find out real quick if you got chlamydia from the koalas, you know, before you get started. So, chlamydia. I said chlamydia. I know. I'm. I'm saying. Oh, COVID-ia you're okay. Because right. they, these fuckers, like you guys, got all the diseases. <laughs> they just have all the diseases, all the diseases, all the time. That's just, what I'm telling you, man. Yeah. Like, like we joke about Australia being kind of like fucking crazy dangerous, but like. I'm clearly I'm not fucking wrong if the goddamn animals have a fucking STD. Yeah, well, sad, like, sa- STI. Sadly, sadly though, the they have a better hand on COVID than we do. So look at that. Um, yeah, but their animals have fucking chlamydia. Are you planning on fucking a koala? Because I'm not. No, but someone did in order to give it chlamydia. Or yeah, or or they got it from the koala. Maybe they had it first. No, 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 no. I've talked to Jay about this. Like. 
so sidebar, I talked to Jay like a week ago or something, and we were talking about the whole koala chlamydia thing, and she was like, yeah, they're pretty much like, we, we, they, they, they determined that a fucking someone fucked a koala and yeah. gave it chlamydia. And I, and then my response was like, what do you guys do to fucking kangaroos? Do you fucking give them roofies and fucking rape them too? Like fucking kangaroofies? And <laughs> I, I had us all fucking crack it up for like a good 10 minutes. I'm sure it did. I'm sure it did. A rather large group made its way up to the second floor, with most making a beeline for the bar. So we seeked and secured some prime seating for us all. Kyle was the last one to be served by the barman, and whilst he was waiting for his beer to be pulled, a leggy brunette sashayed up closely behind him, whispered something into his ear. She was wearing a figure-hugging lime green dress and heels. Leave it up to Joe Joker to bring it to everyone's attention. Hey, check it out. Kyle scored already. Way to go, mate. Her menacing cackle resonating over both the music and the crowd as our group began the always obligatory cheers and cougars to friends, fam, and freedom. I thought the limey fucks were in England, not Australia. Penal colony, remember. Slutty green giant. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, I was beginning to wonder what was taking my supposed date so long to be served at the bar, but as I looked over, I noticed no one was there. I perused the room and spotted him sitting in a darkened corner on the other side facing towards us. He and his new acquaintance from the bar were now joined by an equally well-dressed blonde. Both had their backs towards us, not allowing any of us to get a gander at his dual score. From what we could tell... What? Damn! Yeah. From what we could tell from our limited vantage point, they were intently in deep conversation and in flirt mode. His dual hotties were quite obviously finding him hysterical and entertained by his banter. It was Cass that gave me the first revelation of the evening. Beck and I are feeling right at home here for once. This is great. I turned to her in confusion. The fuck are you talking about, Darl? A grin formed on both Cass and Beck's faces and they looked across the table at each other. You mean you haven't figured it out yet, Jay? Take a look around and tell us what you see. Or better yet, no. what you don't see. No! No! I know what's coming! Go for it. <laughs> As I glanced around the room at the club at, club's attendees, and not on Lunk Banky's nightclub revelation scene in Chasing Amy, it was at that moment I, too, made mine. Is this a gay swingers club? Unfortunately, the rest of the group heard me make said discovery and fell awkwardly silent. It appeared as though none of the rest of our naive and ob- oblivious group were aware, except the Joe Joker, that is. Well, gay, bye, but so what? There's bound to be some sexy guys here somewhere. Yeah, and they're all here looking for other sexy guys, Jojo, not chicks, I replied. Well, we'll just have to turn them back around and remind them what they've all been missing. Somehow I don't think that's how that works, darling. And as deadpan serious as I've ever seen her, she cheekily grinned across the table at me and replied, It does for me. Motherfucking okay. <laughs> How come you got all the funny ones? I got all the fucking depressing ones. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't know. Uh, all right. At first, I was concerned there may well have been a mass exodus upon such a revelation. But after a brief... Sexodus. Let's, let's coin it right. It was a fucking mass exodus. There you go. 
But after a brief momentary pause, the boys all looked at each other and in true Aussie bloke fashion uttered the proverbial, so whose shot is the next round? Hey, I've seen some pool tables on the way in. Who's up for a game and another round of beers? And off they disappeared into the ambience and fairly dim-lit abyss. As they were leaving, one of them mentions, I guess Sky- Kyle scored the only hottie straight chicks in the joint tonight, the lucky bugger. <laughs> Seriously? Another retorts, he wouldn't know what to do with two hotties like them. Besides, ain't he hitched? Joe Joker leans across the table, her dev- devilish grin beams at me in as she points towards the smallest type dance floor. Kyle had now become the meat in his two-new-made sandwich, to which he seemed quite delighted and enjoying his sexy date's undivided attention. Sangy. So, yeah, sangy. There you, look at you pulling out the Oz uh, slang. Look at you. Yeah. I'm actually I'm surprised sangy. she didn't put it that way in the thing. Like, I didn't translate. That's how it was written. Yeah, Jay, what the fuck? Why am I supposed to, Why am I translating, like, your English to Australian? Yeah, right. Check it out, Jay. Your ex is copping his feels over there and loving every minute of it. Jealous much? Thinking of gate crashing and joining in, making an awesome foursome? Jo- Jojo. Jojo. That's, that's really all there is <laughs> to say. I, I, am, I am shaking my head like, just, God damn it. How the fuck does this bitch live? I, how they, have you not like gotten like arrested and stayed in jail? Like, I'm sure your ass got arrested at one point, but how the fuck did you get out of Arkham Asylum in Australia? Uh, Aussie Good Asylum? God, man, you, you you are two Batman villains rolled into one. You're fucking Joe Joker. You're the goddamn diddler. All right. Uh, no, thanks. I'm good. He's got his hands full over there with the two of them from the looks of things, I replied. We began to mingle with other guests, hearing sordid tales of swinging do's and don'ts, and before long I had realized that Kyle and his two dates had disappeared. I scanned the room, but there were, they were nowhere to be seen. Wonder where Kyle's disappeared to, I whispered across to Cass and Becca, hoping to God JoJo didn't hear. But of course, she did. Aha! Uh-huh. I see, I told you. Jay wants to join in. Go, they've probably gotten a room together. I love the look on your face. By n- what's that? I'm just, I'm just. All right. By now, she had made her own acquaintances nearby. Two guys. What a shocker, right? Mm. A room? What? Here in the club? Yeah. Apparently, there are some little rooms that people can partake and play in if they wish. There's even themed rooms somewhere. I just don't know where. Why don't you go and try and find them, Jay? You know you want to. I've never heard of a devil on the shoulder actually being full size. It's kind of astounding. (laughs) Her cackling now rapidly becoming a drunken one as she was already into her third Cosmo. No, I'm good. Is Cosmo the guy that's going to fuck her later? (laughs) No, I'm good. Thanks, Jojo. I have zero interest in joining my ex in a three-way with a couple of chicks. But you desperately need a root, Jay, she yells. Nearby guests and passerbys all staring in my now once more humiliated direction. Jesus Christ, volume control, lady. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know. She needs a fucking mute button. It's fucking JoJo. <laughs> well, I mean, look, you know when you're drinking, you tend I tend to get louder when I like get really drunk, so. Oh, yeah. But, you know, this is JoJo we're talking about. True. 
The only thing I'd actually become desperate to do was flee JoJo, the scene, and everyone's gawking and embracing glares. The only thing I'm desperate to find right now is a little girl's room. Would you happen to know what direction that might be? JoJo's new mates point down a dimly lit corridor. Just down there and follow the signs, love. Stick to the left-hand side of the street, though. You'll never know what you may, what you may discover if you don't. Her new henchman's diabolical laughter echoed behind me as I made my way across the room. As I yeah, turned the, the fucking yellow brick road. Yeah. As I turned the corner, the music quietened. I don't think that's a word. I'm gonna re-say that. As I turned the corner, the music quieted slightly, and the hallway became darker and even eerie. I quickly found what I was looking for and was now eager to return to the safety of my BFFs and subject myself to more of JoJo's jibes as opposed to spending any more time down here. But as I turned to leave, I heard her laughter echoing just a few feet away. Had she followed me down here to check on me after she saw how creepy this hallway was? JoJo? I turned back and asked an empty and scary dark corridor. Silence. I turned and continued my now nervous I turned and continued my now nervous gateway. Ah! I jumped back in terror as two young girls hand in hand rounded the corner and rammed head on into me. We exchanged apologies and they headed into the women's once more I hear all that all too familiar Joe Joker cackle echoing down the empty corridor. And again, I call out to her. Go ahead. I'm imagining it's like, like it's not her. Her cackle is not like Mark Hamill's Joker laugh. No, it's like it's like Jared Leto's. Like ah ah ah. ah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Again, I call to her. Nothing. It's then I hear yet another familiar laugh, and I guess one might say my curiosity got the better of me. So I followed them no, now. You didn't. You didn't, Jay. Don't so, do it. So I followed the now increasingly loud laughter less than a few meters away. Now, if the door had been closed, I wouldn't have. But as it was slightly ajar, I took a tiny squiz and briefly peeked inside. Come on, guys. Admit it. You would have, too. Nope. <laughs> right you... now, I am the fucking, like, person on a movie theater watching a horror film. I'm like, bitch, don't go in there. <laughs> don't do it. Get out of there! Run out the front door! You'd think I'd have learned my lesson from the trauma she inflicted on me that morning with her... That morning with her blue meanie, but sadly, no. And now I need a therapist's couch more than ever. For there was my friend of over 20 years, Jojo, butt-naked, blindfolded, and strapped by shackles, swinging on what appeared from a darkened distance to be a hammock-looking adult-sized swing. Her two new acquaintances from earlier are now wearing black leather bondage masks and fairly and a fairly large whip in one hand. And yes, folks, you guessed it, her blue meanie and his other, and being used as a pleasure-filled whip weapon upon her vag. <laughs> Do you need a minute? I want to go home. <laughs> you are home. Uh, hold on. Okay. She seemed delighted and completely in her element, so with a chuckle to myself, I quickly turned to make my inconspicuous secret getaway. Yeah, I'm sure she was in her element, or something was in her element. Yeah. It was then I heard that other familiar voice, and again, just meters away. In fact, it was directly opposite JoJo's little sadistic sex playpen. 
Unlike JoJo's obvious enjoyment, these were relatively familiar moans were at first sounding more out of pain than pleasure. Uh-oh. So much so, I stepped closer merely in case he needed some help. I actually naively thought, what if he's being robbed or something? So I took another sneaky peek. From what I could see through the ever so slightly open doorway in darkness, this room appeared to have no fancy acrobatic tricks at all. Just a small hospital gurney looking bed and a single couch over in the corner. God, that sounds like a... This went from like, hey, we might fuck other people to like, hey, we're all going to (laughs) die. It does sound like a horror film, doesn't it? It's totally a fucking horror film. This is this is where you go to die, as Steph would eloquently put it. <laughs> well, this this, this is uh, I I promise you it'll get better. I had planned on making my second quick getaway of the evening, but I was neither in, incognito enough nor destined to be that lucky. Especially when I caught a glimpse of not just my married, albeit miserable, ex-boyfriend donning a, ru- a rubber and slipping his dick into the arse of the blonde from the bar, now bent over arse up and presenting herself to him in front whilst laying face forward on the bed. The long block locks I had seen in the bar earlier were, na- were now draped over the chair. Her dress merely hiked up, but not as if yet removed. Okay. Yeah, you're not. I can tell you're not following this, but you'll it'll it'll you, you you'll get there. It's like trying to fucking paint a picture while blind. <laughs> what was most shocking to me about the sex field site that lay before me was not the random hookup three way. It was well, the extra accessory the brunette whose lime green dress was now also hiked up had been concealing prior to now was an erect penis which was flopped out from beneath the hemline. <laughs> Do you need a second? Yes. Okay. Okay, I came. I'm, I'm okay now. <laughs> Good. <laughs> okay, wait, wait. So he's butt-fucking the blonde and the woman... Whose the, hair the... is draped over the chair. That's okay, the part see, of... When you said that, I was like, she took her wig off. Like that's yes, what I... that's exactly what happened. Oh, okay. So he... where's so the 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 slutty green giant? Where's that fucker? Standing off to the side of the other event that's happening currently. Just having a wank. Uh, or getting ready, uh, as how I would phrase it, probably. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Jay, is that you out there? I froze like a ruined headlights. At first, I did consider just fleeing this kinky crime scene and pretending I hadn't witnessed what I had. But the jig appeared to be up, and I wasn't about to make my great escape. Come on in if you wish. You're more than welcome to join us if you like, Jay. I don't think anyone here would mind, right? I literally could utter merely one reply. Uh, no, mate. They're all yours, sir. Enjoy. Just as I turned to depart, I heard the loudest, most pain-filled moans I'd ever heard him utter. I raced back to the sanctuary of the group. According to Cass and Becca, I was pale and appearing to be in complete shock, they, li- they later told me. When they asked what site I had stumbled across on my walkabout trek to the Dunny, I merely blamed JoJo's antics and said nothing else. I wasn't even sure what I'd say about Kyle at all when we next spoke. My mind was racing with a million questions throughout the rest of the evening. He wanted me to join in? All swast he fucked a girl and being fucked a guy. Was he even where he was a guy prior? Why the fuck would he want me to join in? 
we're no longer a couple. He hasn't we and hadn't been for some time. What the more pussy for him, the merrier after his long drought, perhaps. He was still notice. Yeah. He was still noticeably absent, as we all called it at night. Those pissed called a cab, but the girls noticed my still shocked, silent stares. They gave me a ride back home. God, you're lucky you wanted to say something, but I wanted to rapid fire those questions off before you interrupted. My, so he was getting butt fucked. Is that what's going on? He's he's fucking someone, and then he he's getting butt fucked at the same time. That's like kind of how I'm taking it. Yeah, there was like a this sandwich the, thing going on. This is the f- most fucked up conga line I've ever heard of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Holy shit! Yeah, literally. Holy fuck! What is with all the butt fucking? Can't you guys just fuck like normally? Well, I mean, considering the one didn't have the right parts, no. Down under doesn't fucking mean that. <laughs> no, I'm saying the one in the green dress was only male from what I'm gathering. I, I understand, but that's a big fuck. I mean, look, I have no prejudiceness of anybody getting any holes and things stuffed and whatnot. But did Kyle know he was going to get butt fucked? I'm unclear. It- I guess so. <laughs> I mean, it I mean, could have come up in the conversation that they were having in that darkened corner before they disappeared. We don't know. That's the thing we don't know. Hey, so I'll fuck you in the ass, and you fuck me in the ass. We'll make a real fucking saggy. All right. Come on. We, we got a bit to go through, and it, it does. I will tell you, without trying to spoil anything, it will clear up some of those confusions. So, are you sure it was just what you saw JoJo was up to? She sounded like she had fun tonight. She was coming again next weekend. Which broke the tension and gave us all a laugh. We said our goodbyes, and after a quick shower, I went straight to bed, alone again. Yet sleep wasn't that forthcoming. Each time I closed my eyes, fucking flashbacks flooded and filled my mind. <laughs> JSPGST from this shit, oh fuck. <laughs> jo- Joe Joker's little swinging menage a trois, Kyle's three-way... I mean, sure, he'd always had a predilection for butt play, but from what I'd known of him, he was straight and vanilla in every way. Not anymore. There's a lot of chocolate there now. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. There's some some Hershey swirls in this fucking vanilla boy. (laughs) I was actually becoming increasingly concerned if he'd made it out safely and alive at one stage. So I was pleasantly surprised when he rocked up about 7 a.m. a mere four hours later. He was disheveled, hair wildly messed up, and his snappy attire from just hours ago was ripped to shreds. At first, I thought my worst fears had become a reality, and he had been done over and snaked. Oz slang for robbed and scammed. It was soon obvious, judging by the massive beaming grin from ear to ear he was, we- he was wearing, neither could be further from the truth. At least one of us from last night's fall that de- I can never say that name right, or that word right. I know what I mean. Faux date. There we go. Last night's faux date had been sexually sated. He floated through my door and over to my lounge, collapsing exhaustedly onto it. Yet within seconds, he shot back up to his feet, apparently momentarily forgetting his bruised, beaten, and newly baptized butt. I was about to say, I'm surprised he just collapsed and sat so aggressively. Clearly, it was a small dick. It, it it wasn't no. that that part is funny, but it wasn't as funny as watching the grin on your face and you shaking your head yes as I was reading it. That's what made that yeah, funny. I saw what was coming. Well, uh, so did he. 
He took a shower as I made breakfast and dug up for him an old surfy t-shirt of his, which for some strange reason I had always kept even though we were no longer together. I actually briefly contemplated if it was kept by me all this time for the sole purpose of being used to him at this very juncture, place, and time in the future. That would be a weird circumstance. It's like, hey, I'm going to keep this, this t-shirt for my ex just on the off chance he needs some fucking good cotton from getting butt-fucked in, in the midst of his butt-fucking somebody else. Yeah, Jay, that's how the universe works. No, but I get where she's coming from, like some subconscious thing that I kept this shirt for a reason, you know, like, well, I don't know. Yeah, if you use it as a diaper, then yes. <laughs> anyway, as he devoured my honey drizzled crumpets and many strong cups of coffee and actual crumpets with honey, guys, this is not a sexual euphor- euphemism. Thank you, because I was like, shake. I'm like, hold on a motherfucking <laughs> minute. As he devoured my honey covered crumpets? Oh! I, I have to say, for, strictly for Jay and anyone else that really might give a fuck, Rico's immediate reaction as I started to read that sentence might have been the most priceless thing I've ever seen. <laughs> oh my god, I was like shaking my- I was like, wait a fucking second! <laughs> yeah. They want honeycomb! <laughs> yeah, so, to reiterate, and I'm saying this, not her, to reiterate, that's actual crumpets with honey, guys, not a sexual euphemism. It is now. <laughs> kind of is. It is totally is. <laughs> it was then he began to go into extremely graphic details of what transpired and how he had been made fully aware of what was, well, to come. Oh, and as it turns out, both his dates had come prepared with concealed weapons beneath their sexy dresses, with all guns barreling towards and into him being his bottom-dwelling weight was bent over. Wait, do they actually have firearms or do they both just have dicks? I think they, I think they both had dicks, and I'm thinking there was a third person that wasn't, it wasn't clear, at least to me. I'm guess, I'm thinking there were two dudes, a girl, and this dude. Well, look, Kyle, you're, you're, you're by now. <laughs> it's kind of funny you, know. you put it that way. We'll keep going. Just, just go with me here. <laughs> Stop it. The bed face forward. I missed that piece of their kinky little puzzle. He gave detailed accounts of how each of their jigsaw puzzles pieces slotted into one another's and how he had seen (laughs) (laughs) you like that huh yeah because like the way she described this location it sounded like jigsaw okay i got it i got it yeah i want to play a game (laughs) (laughs) okay i'm good (laughs) and how he had seen and seen touched and tasted such incredibly exotic delights he was oh, now God. He was now unsure he could ever go back. Jay, I I think I might be kinda by. He later kinda. told me What? Kinda by <laughs> You went full by, buddy. Well, hold on. Now you need this is this is where it gets a little serious. He later told me that was one of the hardest things he's ever had to say because he wasn't just coming out to me. He was beginning to admit it to himself and commence his journey along the path to discovering his own true and authentic self. And I was so incredibly proud of him. Good for you, buddy. No, for real. Like, we're having... Listen, Kyle, if if Jay's playing this for you, I want to stress this, and I think I speak for Rico, but I will let him say if he wants to say anything else. We're having fun. We're laughing. We're having a good time with this. But seriously, if this was your way of finding out who you are... 
then really more power to you, and we 100% support that. Like, no joke. Yeah. Absolutely. CJ and I are big fucking supporters of the gay community and everything, and and we're we're it just we're as it's just playing out. Because I'm, I'm laughing at you. This, you can, you're trying. To, I, I don't know why I'm finding this funny, but go ahead. I apologize. As, as he's explaining this to me, I'm just like imagine like you got hornswoggled into being by like it, like you know it's like no. Oh, well. It sounds like it sounds like he kind of made a realization about himself. Yeah. Look, I'll make I'll make a good pun, and that'll be the end of it. All right. Yeah. This was a good buy. Right. <laughs> yes. Yes, it was. Um, but yeah, no, for real, uh, just, just restressing Kyle, if you are hearing this dude, by all, by all means, we're, we're, we're very behind you, no pun intended there. Um, but we're, cause I realized what I said, oh, fuck, uh, dude. <laughs> I know, stop, listen, stop making him the butt. All right. All right. All right. We're, we're going to stop, but really congrats to you for, for finding who you are for real. So and every, and finding everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> Look, All right. I swear we're trying to be serious. We, we really are. Jay, Jay, uh, please back us up because I know you're there listening with him. Please. Um. All right. So anyway, since that night, Kyle's become a bit of a regular both at my place and the Swingers Club. He's made heaps of new friends and still gets together with his two girlfriends to hang out. What? <laughs> what? No. Move on. Okay. He has since come out to a select few, but is waiting until later in the year when we're organizing a huge coming out party for him to be held. Yep, you guessed it, at the Swingers Club where it all began. Watching- John Favreau did not intend for this to be his remake. <laughs> <laughs> Watching Kyle's metamorphosis of late has been a powerful and emotional experience for myself. Holding his hand through it all as he raged, laughed, and cried. Mostly about how much time he'd wasted not living his truth and being his authentic self. We even did some shopping together, purchasing, purchasing him some dresses and heels for him to learn how to operate. He said they helped him blend in and perhaps even score a date. His ex has, has taken the opportunity to publicly shame and humiliate him by spreading vulgar lies and gossip to his now not-so-friendly mates. That's unfortunate and disappointing, in my opinion. But, because that's... Look, I'm all for him finding himself and everything, but, like, this whole situation's fucked. What do you and, mean? Well, like, he's still married, and, like, right now I'm afraid, like, this is going to be used as evidence for, like, proof that he cheated on her or some shit. Uh, you know what I'm saying? No, if I'm, wait, if I, let me read that again. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, his ex. So, I, they may have been divorced by that point. I don't know. The word ex okay. is used, but whether that means a divorce is finalized, I don't know. So, you know, I just don't need to be fucking subpoenaed to Australia of all fucking places to like say, yes, we're aware that Kyle was in the midst of fucking two other dudes. We or, can, I'm sorry. Or whatever it was. Dudes, yeah. Not dudes. Uh, uh, transgendered people. Um, well, we don't know. But that's fucking everybody. And he was we don't know that they're transgendered. The one had the wig off. It could have been just a crossdresser. Like legit. I'm not even making a joke here. We don't know that they're trans. Honestly, she referred to her. She referred to them as girlfriends. So that's. But that's, I mean, with all respect to Jay, that was Jay's phrasing. I don't know that that's how they're identifying. Just just being, you know, being all straight and serious here for a second. But Look, yeah. I really want to be the, my most Italian right now. I know nothing. I didn't see yeah. nothing. Don't fucking subpoena me. All right. But what, it, what he quickly discovered was that for one judgy friend that no longer speaks to him, he's made heaps more open and like-minded mates that he probably never would have found had he not explored this side of himself and and unlocked this dormant sleeping giant within him he's carried around and tried to keep hidden deep within for so long. 
Okay, there are way too many dirty jokes right in that sense alone. <laughs> there were, but the point is he's made a lot of new friends for the ones he's lost. So there you go. Good for you, buddy. Yeah. Wear a condom. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> that yeah, that is that is no joke there, buddy. Make sure you wrap that shit tight. Um Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> what? Wrap that shit tight. Yeah, you're thinking the wrong way there. Who would have actually I have two beers in five minutes. All right. Well, don't drink them so fast. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have actually guessed that one of Joe Joker's brain fart adventures would have resulted in something that has completely altered somebody's life in such a profound and positive way? Oh. Well, worked for Harley Quinn. Yeah. Oh, and as for JoJo, she's now currently dating the bondage bandit, as we've all dubbed him. The guy I caught tantalizingly beating her with his whip in her blue meanie that night. I say this with the utmost res- respect, JoJo. It ain't gonna last long. Oh, well, wait. <laughs> oh, cock! Am I just the fucking oracle here? No, not quite, but it's a match in, made in erotic heaven, one might say. The two are currently in lockdown together over the border in Queensland. One can only imagine the sorts of depravity going on in that quarantined hotel room at present. With zero social distancing transpiring whatsoever. I'm thinking a definitive decontamination may be well required upon their departure. Unlike Jody Sheets, Joe Joker defiled previously, I'm at least not responsible for having to clean up after her messes this time around. Thank fuck. You know she got that from you, because I don't think she ever said that before you. No. If that night and all this has taught me one thing, it's this. Even as oldies, we never stop learning, growing, or evolving. Lives and perspectives can alter in a heartbeat. Views can askew in the blink of an eye, and we can be transformed to a place and circumstance we never could have imagined we'd have ended up. As poet Robert Frost once wrote, I shall be telling this with a sigh, somewhere ages and ages hence. Two two roads diverged in a wood, and I, I took the one less traveled by, and that has made all the difference. Now, CJ, if you would kindly swing this long-winded-as-fuck saga over to your hetero life mate, I would be most grateful, sir. I think I have my I have another favorite poet. It was, uh, I think it was uh, Ron Jeremy who said, suck my dick. So, there's, there's your, there's... Wow. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, all right. You made that sound like I was being antagonistic. I was just like... It sounded a little antagonistic. Well, it came out of my mouth. You are a little bit of a... You're an angrier drunk than you realize. No, I'm normal. I'm just a little louder, so it just comes out more aggressive. Attention shoppers. We now have taste in the bread aisle. Dave's Killer Bread. That's right. An organic bread that doesn't need three spoonfuls of sriracha jam to delight your taste buds. Dave's Killer Bread is a 21-grain salute to the end of boring bread. A brand on a mission to make the most out of every loaf, to rid the world of GMOs and artificial ingredients, and plant the seeds of good in all that they bake. But Dave's Killer Bread has done more than raise the bar on bread. In fact, Dave's Killer Bread was built on the belief that second chances can change lives. When its founder, Dave, the guy with the guitar you see on every loaf, returned to the family bakery after 15 years in prison. Dave took that chance and ended up creating what would become the country's number one organic bread while never forgetting his not-so-easy path. That's why at Dave's Killer Bread, they proudly practice second-chance employment, hiring the best person for the job, regardless of criminal background. And by the taste of it, things have worked out rather well. Dave's Killer Bread. Bread amplified. 
Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right. Oh, shit. I got to focus. All right, here we go. Yeah, can you do this? Are you sober enough to read this? Oh, I can see seven of everything, but I'm good at it. Um, Okay. Part four. Goodbyes are always the hardest. Yeah, based on the last fucking part, everything was fucking hard. (laughs) As I bid you all a teary farewell. Oh, God. I remember what this one's going to be. Fuck. Okay. As I bid you all a a teary farewell and ta-da. Oz slang for see you later. That's kind of just slang everywhere for, well, I guess it's ta-ta. No. No, ta-da. Yeah, I I just, I think it. I think it's used ta-da here is more like surprise. You know right. whereas ta-da there's more like see you later. Yeah. You know, Toodaloo like that, you know. Toodaloo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, and you board your Qantas flights and return from Oz. Is that how you spell fucking Qantas? I thought there was a U in there. Uh no, the the the, the plane is spelled I didn't, can't even see it, but the plane is spelled Q A N T A S, I believe. Wow. Yeah. How the fuck did you guys add a U without putting a, na- a U in there? <laughs> okay. Uh, I felt it impossible not to pause and pay tribute to the powerhouse force of nature that was recently reluctantly silenced. Rico's beloved mom, Nancy. Great. My mom follows that whole fucking saga. <laughs> All right. Her well, hey, listen. Hit- from, from what you've told me of Nancy, she would have found that fucking infinitely funny, actually. <laughs> I sure fucking hope so. (laughs) (laughs) Her luminescent inner light shine throughout the world so brightly and thanks to you and Pontescu, seen and cherished by us all down here in Oz. Nancy was greatly admired, loved, and will be very much missed. Not unlike her son, Nancy filled the hearts and lives of all whom were blessed to know her and be in her presence with kindness, humor, and so much love. And such immense pride for her baby boy, Rico. I have shared with you both privately all of my deepest condolences for you and your extended family. And Rico, you're absolutely correct, sir. You were robbed. The entire world and all that were blessed and fortunate to know her were. But no one more so than you, darling. I was sobbing right along with you on your gut-wrenching Rico's rant days later. Was the, it was one day later. And your Potescu tribute to her was so very touching and incredibly beautiful. I adored every minute and sobbed at it and at times chuckled right along with you. We, your Potescu fam, have been delightfully treated to a Ron and Nancy story almost weekly for years now. By the way, it took me years to realize that my mom, my, my parents' names are the same as Ron and Nancy Reagan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It took me fucking, like, I swear, like, I was paying bills when I realized that. I had had a place. Um, <laughs> each one having me in complete stitches every time. Ever the comedic storyteller that you are, and not dissimilar to our podfather and hero, Sir Kevin Smith. And always filled with that humor and heart that's so notoriously prevalent and the true essence of what I've always loved and admired in you both. And my beloved Potescu. Rico, you most certainly inherited that together with your showmanship and comedic talent directly from her. Every bar person, every bar person's kid knows they don't just sling back behind the bar pulling beers all day and night. 
Their customers become regulars, friends, confidants, opinion, and encouragement seekers, and a whole lot of times, referees. In essence, they become great performers at everyone's locale, their stage. They've got guts and grit, and Nancy had that in huge bucket loads of wind, to quote our hero's parlance. <clears throat> she gave as good as she got from the lifetime of Rico's ribbings, and she put up with Rod well being Rod. <laughs> Don't we all? As oh, I do, and I'm across the goddamn country. Yeah. If I if Dad heard that part, he'd be like, what are you talking about? What did I do? I, I gave her the best years of her life. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> I swear, he, he's, he Dad doesn't understand how he comes across. And he's, not, tell him. he's not very self-aware. Is <laughs> He's not aware, period. <laughs> as ever the consummate performance heart, which you so clearly possess, you directly inherited from her. Instinctually, you understood that the show must always go on, but I assure you, sir, throughout your absence, neither you nor Steph were for one second out of our thoughts, hearts, and prayers, if you believe in that sort of thing. I do not, but thank you. Well, give her two out of three, at least. I, yeah, I'll give you yeah. two out of three. Uh, fucking thoughts and hearts. Yeah. That humor and heart of hers shall live on in and through you forevermore. Nancy will always remain woven like tapestry throughout your storytelling. Many shared memories, creativity, art, and most importantly, your beautiful, loving heart. Please never stop sharing that magic <clears throat> that is with you, that is, that is you with us and this world, Rico. Your incredible talent and illuminating light that, all, that shines brightly within, just as Nancy's always has. That magic and love you share with those of us that are now blessed to call her pride and joy, baby boy, a mate and family. We all love you, Rico and Steffi, and please know your correspondent and favorite Aussie beside Tony Collette's heart has broken right along with <laughs> and for your darling. I'm here anytime you want to swap chicken and key lime pie recipes, shoot the shit, or teach that, this Aussie chick what a graham cra cracker is. Prior to you, sir, down here we've been mistakenly called them graham crackers, G-R-A-M crackers. There should be an H in there. And another A. Yes, yeah. I am. Um, yeah, yeah. All the all these years, thanks solely to your American accents. Right, it's our accents that fuck everything up. <laughs> That's not a all knife. Love... What? That's not a knife. <laughs> That's not a knife. This is a knife. Um, all my love and healing energy across our watery divide to you both today, tomorrow, and always. Please tell me uh, there's more that we didn't just end on that. No, there's there's more. Okay. Um. As has occurred many times throughout this long-winded and at times sordid tale, up popped some breaking news I wish to mention before your imminent departures from our land down under. I was hoping to take this opportunity to say the biggest thank yous and my sincerest gratitude to my all-time favorite music and magic maker, DJ Xanthus, whoever the fuck <laughs> that guy is. From the bottom of my heart, thank you so very... First off, thank you, Jay, for that thing about my mom. I just want to get that over with. Uh, um, thank you so much, sir, for blessing me with the most incredible birthday party ever. Everyone down south was extremely impressed. I had, had a very hot and exclusive American DJ hosting a party for little old me, and with personal dedications included throughout. You must be talking about Santa's, not not you. No, yeah, that yeah. that guy. Yeah, 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 that talented Phil fuck. Because yeah, though Phil we're not talented. Fuck no, I'm. I, the only thing I'm filled with is beer right now. Filled, 
<laughs> filled with incredible pe- beats and songs, insider jokes and personal gems that had me squealing in euphoric musical delight and joy my entire B-Day week. I could not have asked for a wider, more eclectic and fun party mix of awesomeness if I'd have selected the songs myself. DJ Xanthus has an innate gift and talent, both for music and behind his mic, spinning and weaving his magical musical wand over my inner senses and delighting me with each and every sound and vibe. Not unlike my trips to work listening, the Potescu has tantalized and teased me within. Hello. So too does every DJ Xanthus gig and rock concerts. Thank you so very much to Steffi and you, Rico. Kateri. Todd, my mate from even further down south, Scotty Robson, and fellow B-Day buddy, Kerry, for coming out and helping to celebrate my special day with me. It meant the absolute world to party with all my Potescue fam. Thank you to the wonderfully hilarious and fabulously fun DJ Celesta for being a fantastic co-pilot to our hero and for, and for keeping us both entertained and updated on song selections in the chat. And a massive thank you to the amazing and wonderful Jess and our mates, Smokey and Richie, for their touching and incredibly beautiful birthday wishes for me. I, I teared up. What? I, okay, so that confirms something for me. There was one that was forgotten to be mentioned on that show. Uh, Deb had also conveyed birthday wishes to Jay, so I want to say that now. I thought I had all jokes aside about who's who. Like, I, I want to stress that, like... Deb had asked me to say something, and I thought I did, but by the time I got to the end of the show, I forgot who I hadn't hadn't mentioned, so apparently I didn't. So my apologies both to Deb and to Jay, but Deb did say to say happy birthday to you at at the time of the show, and I I did not, so that's on me. So I just want to stress that. Okay, go ahead. Everything is your fault. No, mostly. Yeah, yeah. I teared up with each one and literally sobbed at DJ Xanthus beautiful and heartfelt words for me throughout. As I've shared with you privately, sir, your gift of music, and it's a cherished and precious memory I will carry within my heart always. I feel so truly blessed and thankful to call you all my friends and fam each and every day I walk this, what can be at times, cruel, cold, and lonely world. Anyway, all, please take care up there and keep washing those paws and masking up. I hope to see you all fit and healthy back here once more when we'll, as we say down south, pop Rafa, Kappa, Tim Tam Slam, or two in a gas bag. I have no idea what the fuck I just said. <laughs> Kappa. That's, that's Kappa that's a, tea, okay. Tim Tam Slam is like, Tim Tam is like. That's like a, I think it's like a, like a pastry or a biscuit or something, yeah. Yeah, it's like a cookie or some shit. Yeah. Um, or in a gas bag. That's that's a conversation, right? That's just shooting the shade. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I get. I just just to give you context, I get texts from her from time to because like I'll, I might message her about something, and she'll be like, "I'm gas bagging with Rico right now." Okay. Just sounds like a colonoscopy bag. I'm sorry. Well, honestly, I feel like it's fitting with you because you're usually full of hot air. So I figured, you know. And I and I'm just talking shit. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. All right. Once more, I assure you, sir, is your next report from Oz is coming up very close behind nice and you won't be waiting too long for it all for it at all with massive koala bear COVID and chlamydia free cuddles <laughs> bullshit <laughs> and so very much love to you all your loving koala spawned from oz jay 
Well, that was great. I can I I, I want to make a request for the next one, Jay. If you happen to be hearing this before you finalize the the next one, can we give Rico the funny part on the next one? <laughs> I don't. I love reading them. Don't get me wrong. I'm not complaining, but shit. Can we give it to? Can we give Rico one of the funny parts next time? I mean, look. I I I first and foremost, again, I I Jay, I love you to death for. The, the kind words about my mother um, because she had written a little message saying like, if you don't want to read this, that's fine. I'm like, right. bullshit. It needs to be read. It's sure. good. It's sure. well yeah. written. It's, it's beautifully written. It's. <sighs> I think her point uh, was that it was, if it was that difficult for you. Do you know what I mean? Like, not that no, it wasn't. Okay, yeah. yeah. I, I so. understood the, the context of you don't have to read this. It's not like, Hey, if this sucks, like I understand, it's more of like if you can't read this, we get it. <laughs> right. And, you know, I'm I'm of the opinion that I don't want to be in denial. I want to kind of face the pain and yeah. deal with the pain. So, yeah, but it doesn't mean you have to be they, smacked in so the face. It doesn't mean you have to be smacked in the face with it like a giant, you know, dick at a swingers club. You know, so <laughs> that's the reaction I was going for. Thank you. You're, you're welcome. You fucking. <laughs> You went from like eulogizing my mother to us. No, I didn't eulogize anyone. I said you shouldn't have to to be hit with the pain. That's all. I wasn't saying anything about her. No, but we went from like eulogizing Nancy to like eulogizing my fucking brain cells that just died <laughs> when you smacked me in the face with the fucking metaphorical cock. <laughs> Hey man, listen, we had to end this thing on a high note, I thought. And considering where we we went we went from the, 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 the cock to that, so why not go back to the cock? Put that in your mouth and suck it. CJ here with a few thank yous to let you know how you can get in touch with and follow the show and us. Listen to us on the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere else you find your podcast. Please don't forget to rate and comment. If you want to agree with or yell at us, you can do it live. That's right, Rico and I put ourselves on a weekly live stream called Getting Vocal with Potaskew every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern, 5 to 7 p.m. Pacific at getvocal.com slash potaskew. That's www.getvokl.com slash potaskew, where we discuss various topics from past and present shows and even sometimes play games. If you can't or don't want to join us live, you can follow Rico, me, and the show on Twitter. The show is at Podeskew, Rico is at Rance Rico, and I'm at M underscore Blade. We want to thank logo designer and show friend Mike for his work on our wonderful logo. You can contact him for artwork via email at logomike80 at gmail.com. That's logomike80 at gmail.com. Thank you to Samuel Lemons for all original music on the show, especially our theme music. You can find Sam on Twitter at Samuel Lemons and his music on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash Samuel-Lemons. Finally, our biggest thank you is to you, everyone, for listening. Rico and I really appreciate your time and look forward to bringing you another episode soon. Well, bring out the gimp. I think the gimp's sleeping. Well, I guess you just have to go wake him up now, won't you? Damn it! Pop! Pop! Ask
Finding the right person for the job isn't easy. Just ask someone who hired a lounge singer to be their office receptionist. Hello, this is Mickey Marquis, and you've reached the office of Doug and Associates. <laughs> Thank you very much. Catch me Tuesday nights at the Hotel Johnson. Hello? But if you've got an insurance question, you can always count on your local GEICO agent. They can bundle your policies, which could save you hundreds. Doug and Associates, this is Mickey Marquis. Hello? For expert help with all your insurance needs, visit geico.com slash local today.